Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us once again for another episode of the I'll Drive That podcast. Um, I am your host or co-host this week. It's it's Barb's um, with Dravers. Say hello, Dravers. How are we doing all? Um, interestingly, no Joe this week, and I don't think we've done a Barb's and Drabbers episode for a while. <laughs> no. So we're going to go absolutely mental and wreck the joint, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, we're going to do all the things that Joe doesn't normally let us do. Um, swearing, violence, it's... gratuitous nudity. <laughs> yeah. all, all, of, all of my favourite things. Yeah, uh, while so, dad's away, basically. Yeah, while dad's away, <laughs> the kids will play. Um... <laughs> Uh, uh, well, we'll try and we'll try and at least go through like a, two, a few minutes of serious before yeah. before it completely degenerates. Um, our pursuit of happiness this week, we're kind of uh, reading a love letter to the Citra Hop. Um, the beer, uh, appropriately enough, is called Citra. Um, the brewery is Oakham uh, from Peterborough in the UK. Um, we'll get onto them uh, a little bit more detail later on. Yeah, uh, but we're going to also do a bit of a sprawling scrambling rambling uh hot topic to start off with um the first matter i think that needs addressing is drabbers's recent performance in a chili eating contest well well yeah um not that i'm blowing my own own trumpet but um i've been been messaging and sending pictures and basically telling everybody of possibly one of the greatest achievements in my life um was coming fourth place in a hottest chili eating competition. Um, Hero heroism, definitely. Hero, it is a. I sent, I sent, I sent the boys some of the pictures of me in various stages of sweating, regretting life choices, um, but predominantly coming, 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 coming fourth, which was a out of fifteen, which out I was fifteen. That's, I think that's admirable. Um, yeah. And also, you you now have a new answer to the question: What's the hottest thing you've ever eaten? Uh, a, a Carolina <laughs> Reaper. We're Carolina <laughs> Reaper. Yeah, it was. That I can't does even, sound brutal. I can't even remember what it was on the Scoville scale, which is how hot things are. But I think I think the way we can possibly turn turn this into a hot topic was it was beer that made me do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, it was. I'd I'd, I'd maybe I'd maybe had a few, and they basically went, "We need one more person to enter this competition because somebody's not doing it." And in my head, I was like, "Of course, it's got to be me." So I kind of stood up with both my hands in the air and just kind of pointed at myself. And the kind lady was like, okay. Um. <laughs> that's, so, well, well, a couple of things on that. I quite like the idea that they clearly went 40. It can't go ahead with 14. It's got to be 15. It's got- <laughs> um, so uh, the, the fact that you were, yeah, it had the cojones, which I think is possibly a really spicy chili yeah. as well, to, yeah. <laughs> to, to jump on and say, yeah, I'm going to do it. Um uh, I've completely forgotten what the other point I was going to say was. Well, just that I think having been, having gone in and then gotten fourth, and I imagine that they must, the the suggestion for what you're saying is they were pre-prepared with the other 14. So it's yeah. almost like it was the untrue underdog story yeah. in, in the world of the, of, of the chili eating competition. The chili eating competition. I just came out, I like to think, in my, in my head, the crowd parted as I walked forwards. <laughs> Uh, that's what I like to think. The crowd parted and somehow all knew my name. Um, and were just <laughs> chanting it. That's, that, that, that's the image I had. But it's probably more likely I stumbled up onto the stage. Um, and everyone was like, who's this guy? He's clearly had too many beers. It's got a real Rocky vibe, actually. Yes. I've got an idea of like a young lady saying, don't do it, Rich. You might get hurt. <laughs> I've got to do it, sweetheart. And some old man said, you ain't got what it takes, Grabwell. That's, that's it. <laughs> 
But what I, what I really enjoy is I've got to give a shout out to my mate Nathan, who was standing right there, right in front of me at the barrier, screaming and cheering me on, which that's I think gave me, gave me the motivation to continue. I think that's definitely taken you probably from like seventh to fourth. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I wanted to give up when I ate the first one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so just run us through what some of the chilies that were in there. You mentioned the Carolina Reaper. That was that, that was the end for you, did you? Um, did you yeah, that, that, that was the end. So that was the hottest one. Barbara, mm. if I could tell you any more of the chilies, I would. Um, oh, okay. uh, yes. Because <laughs> I know, like, so I'm not too up on these, but imagine stuff like, you know, the, I guess down at the bottom of the end, they had like the jalapeno and then... Um, <laughs> What's the one they used to have on of man versus food? Um, habanero. Habanero, like yeah. Well, I think yeah. it was. It, it started off at fifteen thousand scovilles. That's what I know, and went up to it was saying like like five hundred thousand or something. <sighs> like was the was the limit, and then some of them were really. They were some of them were big, some of them were small. It was quite painful. I always associate like a lot of the smaller ones being really brutal. Yeah, um, I remember them. I remember there was one that you had to eat two and then they reacted with each other to make it hot, which I thought was oh. crap. Yeah, that was like... Uh, that was... So the idea that like, each of them on their own, you could just like wolf down. Yeah. And then if you... Oh, I mean, that does sound like a recipe for, for disaster. Oh, 100%, yeah. I, I recently tried... I had a friend at work who had... He'd been given as a birthday gift like a selection of kind of like beer and pub snacks. Yeah. And some of them were quite, well, I think it was the whole thing was quite like pork scratching heavy. And he recently gave me one of his ghost chili or ghost pepper yeah. pork scratchings. And that was kind of just like, I mean, probably not to the same extent of what you were doing, but it was kind of just like a different kind. Yeah. Blimey. Well, you have my admiration. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I love I love the the, the just amateur <laughs> throwing throwing your name in the hat and yeah, coming out with fourth. That's that's um that's decent. Well, that's it. Well, this well, but this is how I want all Olympic events to start with just one wild card, um, yeah, yeah. just just thrown into the mix. Someone who was there on the day and had a few beers and quite yeah. fancy having a go. <laughs> yeah, it is um, Clive. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in a slight bit of uh, alternate news, and don't let on to the listeners that I told you this before we yeah. came on here, but guess what I'm a member of now? Um, is it beer-related? Of course it is. I like to think it's some um, possibly beer-heavy club. Yeah. Is it... You're, pre- so, you're so hot, you're like you're in a chilli eating competition. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it predominantly men in their late 50s to... 80s, uh, the main members. Quite possibly. Yeah. Um, I think... I've, there's a stark lack of beard on my part. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go camera. Have you joined camera? camera? Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> um, of, of course, I would I would say that I was the most likely member of the group, despite the lack of beard, to, to go camera. Oh, 100%. Um, this was actually my my birthday present this year. Oh. Um, and anyone who doesn't know camera, um, just bit of background they've been around since 1971 uh, and camera is the campaign for real ale uh, they are big into sporting real ale uh, and pubs and beer festivals all in the uk so i'm very luckily in the possession of a shed load of 50p off a pint vouchers <laughs> i get i i get um uh discounted or free entry to camera beer festivals that go on throughout the Excellent. uk um, I was planning to go to my local one, which I've been to uh, a few years before, but uh, actually absolutely hammered it down with rain uh, and I had some guests surprisingly turn up on the on the day so, so I couldn't go. Um, but a very interesting 
um, organization. Um, they put you in touch with actually a, a friend uh, of mine through work. Her husband was on the panel at the recent um, uh, Cheltenham Festival. Um, and so they had 10 uh, beers. There were 10 judges and each of them had a category. Um, and uh, I think his was the premium bitter category. Okay. Yeah. And then so they all had to pick one from each category. And then the whole panel tasted the 10 at the end to get the beer of the festival. Yeah. Um, and so... I would have thought you would. You guys would all assume it anyway. But basically, really strong, re- uh, really strong, <laughs> not in ABV, but in just you know the quality of the beer yeah. is really, really good. Um, and it's also just these festivals are are a good day out for any any, any beer lovers, basically. Oh. Um, so I'm now a member of Camera, so I'm gonna like it's just gonna be a little bit of a hoity-toity approach from from my review <laughs> of any beers <laughs> going on. But the other thing I wanted to mention is our kind of third bit of hot topic this week was um again this is actually news that broke in the last couple of days but um we expect this this episode will be coming out to everyone about a sort of a week out of day but there was an interesting case this week um i don't know who saw this but there was news um of rishi sunak doing a new uh adjusting basically the tax the duty on 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 alcohol yeah uh supposedly with a view to um uh, giving a boost to uh, pubs and and, and the uh, the beer trade, um, but so it's actually basically they're going to lower the duty on lower ABV drinks, which you know yeah. beer okay. in comparison yeah. to spirits and, and and that sort of thing. But Richard Sunak then went to the Great British Beer Festival in Central London and got heckled uh, by a publican uh, for saying that actually this is this is pretty rubbish because ultimately. The the duty on on um, uh, across the board is going up. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't it as well? He also got heckled for the way he was pouring a pint. I think there's oh, a series of images um, of yeah. people just getting really annoyed at how poorly he pours a pint. Which, in all honesty, does not surprise me because he's probably never worked behind a bar in his life. I, I also think he's teetotal, isn't he? Actually. Oh, is he? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I don't think he, he drinks at all. I was going to say, doesn't doesn't surprise me because wasn't there a thing about him not knowing how to use use a, a contactless payment card or something <laughs> as well? So he's not. Um, he's not. He's yeah. not. He's not doing that. Wasn't it? He also he he messed up fueling a car, or was that another? I think that might have been the same thing. Has that been the same thing? Yeah, he's filling up a car, but it wasn't his car. Yeah, because (laughs) it was like, yeah, no, I have a normal, I have a normal, you know, I have a common person car, like this one. (laughs) And then the owner of the car like turned up. um, Yeah, um, sorry. The other thing was, and sorry, I know Um, we're not a political podcast, but it was quite funny. His announced, I think he announced on Twitter something about um, this is the great new thing we could do with um, uh, beer duty. And then I quite like that Twitter has this function or, or even for the eagle-eyed viewers is maybe now X. Um, but it has oh, a yes. thing where it can go, people can actually say that's not true. So actually, if you then went and viewed it after a certain <laughs> amount of time, it's because I think the point was, oh, we couldn't change the duty on um, uh, beer while we were in the EU. And then it goes, there's a little thing at the bottom that says context is actually, yes, that was completely possible. So um, uh, <laughs> I suppose it's a bit of a fib. Um, oh, well, that's so, just, that's just so was, politics. Yeah, <laughs> well, there you go. And as, we steer clear of that, although it just so happened that it overlapped with beer, so we thought we'd have yeah. a, bit of a, a bit of a natter about that. But we'll close the file on that for now, because that's, that's quite a, an indulgent session of yeah. um, a hot topic. And we will turn our attention to uh, Oakham Brewery 
and particularly Citra. Now, um, Jabez, I, I had uh, mentioned in the lead up to this episode to, to you guys, this was a beer I was aware of already. Yeah. I think, is this your, are you fairly a new in, introductee to, to uh, this beer? So I remember drinking this beer a long time ago, but the only reason I remember drinking it is because of the, the logo on the bottle. And I'm pretty sure it used to be in the, the Tesco's or Asda by three for five mm. quid or something like that. And yeah. I just picked it up. That's the only reason I remember having it, but I don't remember the taste. So it, kind of, it is kind mm. of, you know, you know, when you go away from something and then come back to it again and you're kind of like, oh, yeah, all right then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of where I'm at with it. And yeah, it's nice. Def- it definitely has to be chilled. You have to drink it cold. I don't think I could drink. I think this. that's probably fair to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So I mean, I'm gonna. <laughs> we're able to respectfully disagree. I'm not actually disagreeing. I'm actually just gonna am- ramp up your um, oh, okay. analysis. I think it's flipping one. I didn't swear, Joe. You enjoy that? Yeah. I think yeah. it's flipping wonderful. This. Um, you mentioned the logo. Actually, a really quite distinctive look, isn't it? It's yeah. like a hop with a face. Yeah, um, kind of like a little che- cheeky character. It's quite, um, it's quite an intense logo. Like I wouldn't want to see that guy out and about. So yeah, it is um, a very distinctive uh, sort of look. But I think the really sort of standout bit is is the the taste of what's in the the glass and the and the bottle. This is, oh, yeah. um, and we get this in the supermarkets now. It's actually on tap at a, 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 a um, pub near me. And actually, I think it has a bit of an edge if you have it uh, a draft as well. Um, but this that's, one in particular... Sorry, is, that's a really nice way to... I like that. It's got a bit of an edge. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. Um, it, so there was... Um, I was also going to run through a little bit of the history. So Oka Males are, are about 30 years old. They started in 1993 with their, their yeah. first sort of uh, commercially... Um, uh, 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 brewed beer, um, and actually, if you go if we go and look into them a little bit more, there's a lot more uh, detail and, and and sort of what they've been through o- over the years. If you also go and have a look on there, there's um, have a look into them. There's so many beers that they do. I mean, they definitely hit your um, craft beer, uh, craft brewer credentials. Yeah. There's the you know the core beers they do seasonal and and and, and all this sort of thing. But um, I think the one that we're drinking at the moment, Citra, is kind of like could have been the the springboard uh, yeah. for them in a big way. So it was um, their head brewer, John Bryan, um, went out to the US and discovered this. And the thing is, I, I, I maybe hadn't quite appreciated that prior to this, um, we wouldn't have known them so much. But you probably see quite a few uh, beers about these days that, that boast having the Citra hop. Um, but it was on their 2009 trip to the US where they uncovered or discovered rather um, the Citra hop. And then they went, right, we're going back to the UK and we are making a pure Citra hop beer. Um, and uh, yeah, they didn't necessarily say that they're the first to ever bring a, 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 you know, a citrusy, hoppy kind of um, a beer to the UK. But they were the first to do a pure Citra uh, hop beer. And that is the product that, that we're trying right now. And I do think, I mean, they sum it up as being this, you know, uniquely refreshing, um, fruity, citrusy beer. And I, I wouldn't, wouldn't uh, fault a word of that. It's, it's uh, so refreshing. I, I could just go, go, go through um, uh, bottles and bottles of this stuff. Oh, no, yeah, I completely, I completely agree. What I really like is I quite like it has a bit of a sharp taste. Like you said, it's got a bit of an edge to it. I mm. quite like quite like the sharpness coming through and I'm not um, I'm not always too keen on that but these guys seem to do it well that it's not too much but it's not too little 
um, which mm, cuts yeah. through really nicely. But you going along what you were saying, I'm just looking at some of the other stuff that they've got out and open. So it looks like they've got their, um, their Citra hot, but called the Green Devil. The Green Devil, mm. which is their IPA, but it's cask-aged IPA. Yeah. Which sounds a bit stronger, at, I think, as well. A bit well, stronger, yeah. This six percent. Yeah, that's six six percent, and it's um, twice world champion cask beer at the prestige International Brewing Awards, which is pretty good. I got it twice. Like they've gone, all the yeah. others are rubbish. This one's pretty good. We'll have it again. Yeah, fair play. And actually, what the other ones I spotted as well. So the, the other ones that people might recognise as much. Again, for me, it's the, the Citra is the one that I sort of seem to recognise everywhere, but. Um, they do, you know, uh, it's called JHB, I think, they're, they're, they're bitter, um, which is just, you know, nice, solid, reliable 3.8, so a little, yeah. little bit more sessionable and that sort of thing. Um, I'm curious to try, as I've never had um, Inferno, <laughs> that's the, their blonde, blonde, uh, ale. that, to me, Inferno speaks to of something that's going to be, you know, really quite robust and, and maybe strong, um, but it's a uh, 4%. Clean, fresh, hoppy, as, as, I, as they describe it. I'm also just thinking the name Inferno doesn't lend itself to a blonde ale. The I name wise, so personally, like, and that that Inferno would go well for my chili beer sort of <laughs> name. But yes, but <laughs> I've just realised you're we're building up just like a case about you and heat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, um, uh, but yeah, I, I, unless it did have a chili kick, I, I personally wouldn't lean towards an Inferno, but it's, um, served them so well that it's part of their core beers that they, that yeah. they sort of always do. Um, and Bishop's Farewell is, is a goal that, that they do, which, yeah. um, that sounds like a beer to me. That does sound like a beer. If I, that sounds something like Camera would enjoy. Uh, it has, isn't it? Um, I would like to find out exactly what the story is, is, is behind, behind that. But um, yeah, so they're quite. Um, oh wait, uh, there! I can I, I can tell you the story behind the Bishop's farewell. <laughs> sounds very euphemistic. Is it? Yeah, go on. First brewed in 1996 in honour of William John Bishop Bill. Westwood in his retirement as the Bishop of Peterborough. Bishop's pair farewell has pioneered the use of the USD source Cascade hop, um, oh. the variety that launched the craft beer revolution. Ah, excellent. There you go. That's there a very go. good story and not yeah. quite as outrageous as, as I was maybe yeah. suggesting. <laughs> um, they had a recent um, I, I, uh, uh, development. I think they also uh, appointed a uh, gentleman by the name of Mark Tetlow as their head brewer in 2022. Um, but that was following retirement of of John Bryan, who was the the head brewer with them for, for well was with them for twenty seven years and his previous head brewer, uh, who I think by by uh, most accounts was kind of the contributor or the the um, leading light behind the um, the inception of the, of the Citra beer. But um, uh, to be honest, I would just say, look, if if anyone hasn't had this, and actually I think there have been quite a few. Um, <laughs> pale imitations uh in, in in the in the past yeah i've seen a few few beers go this is we call this citra this is our citra beer kind of started with this one um and i just think it's just eminently drinkable um i like it i think you said also yeah chilled once it's been in the fridge um really really helps but um yeah a really really lovely lo- looks also like it's a ale kind of beer but it, it, it has this sort of craft role i would say yeah a session ipa 
that's it. It's def- it definitely feels it feels like you could it could cross boundaries, borders. So it could between the people who enjoy a traditional ale and other things mm. like I think they would enjoy it. And I definitely think it appeals to the craft the craftier people out there. Yeah. Um, so which I think is really nice. For that reason, a resounding uh, thumbs up from me. Um, we should do numbers. Ah, you um, know what? Joe a, normally does numbers. He does, <laughs> but I'm also ahead of the game and have and have got the numbers. Or we don't num- need him anymore. We don't need. We <laughs> could literally just sack Joe off um, and just do our own podcast. We, uh, I'll try that better. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe, if you're listening, we don't mean it. No, we um, love you. We do. We, <laughs> Joe does so much to this podcast. We've we've, we've got to give him kudos to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, God, he, he, you know, sets up the Google Meet. Yeah, that that's harder that's than about, I thought. That's, that's about it, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's all he does. <laughs> uh, it is tricky, that to be fair. And there's, oh, I'm I'm not going to go start talking seriously like we. <laughs> yeah, that, that we actually care for him. Yeah. Legit. <laughs> Um, anyway, do do his second big job and, and do his second big job. So um, unfortunately, I can't access their Twitter because my computer won't allow me. But their Instagram, three thousand five hundred and thirty-seven followers. So mm. not so not as many as I thought, you know. Um, I'm going to get the Twitter up. We might have to do a okay. little bit of uh, um, again, not Twitter, X now. X um, X. Nine hundred forty-four followers. I one hundred percent need to step up their internet game. Yeah, I think to be honest, again, because they do, you know, like in their cores are a blonde, a bitter, and a golden ale. I, I think, I think it's although we say it's a bit of a genre spanner of the of the ale drinkers and the craft ale drinkers. Yeah, I think it probably, if anything, is weighted more towards the ale drinkers. Yeah, definitely. Who might be less less uh, prominent on social media, but either way, either way. There we go. Cracking beer. I, like, I love it. And actually, the one thing I think we mentioned previously also, when we're going to get towards the end of the year, it's very hard, this, but like trying to pick... Everyone's going to try and have a go at picking their favourite beers that we've talked about over the year. You have to go a long way to beat this one, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, that's big, that, that, that's big words. Big talk. Big Real talk, big talk. Big talk. Big talk from a little man. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping for at least medium-sized man, but I've, yeah, so be it. Anyway, yeah, enjoy, enjoy, folks, and um, tune in next time. And that's all we have time for for this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now.